really intro. Good Welcome to the B and D podcast. Today we got two special guests, Craig Hebert, and we got Sam Markwright. What's up, boys? Not a lot. <laughs> Just slamming his beer. I'm nervous. Anyway, so we were kind of d- together today. Um, we went scouting and kind of, what would you call it, bump and dump, uh, if we would have seen something. <laughs> went, we went to, went to one area that was more north of our property and seen some really good sign there. Um, then we picked up Sam, went to a different uh, public land area, and seen jack shit. So, but yeah. A lot of horse shit, that's about it. A lot of horse shit. There's a lot of horse tracks, but... Let's just say I saw two deer tracks, and that was the most we saw. You did? Kind of, well, you didn't see a deer, but there's one that jumped right in front of you. Yeah. Well, something. Something ran away. <laughs> Couldn't right. see it. So, yeah, this is episode two. Um, you want to get right into it? Let's dive in. Let's dive in. Going off the high board, starting at Tyson. Go. Well, I got questions for you. Okay, fire away. You want to go first, you want me to. We'll uh, we'll do Sam first. We'll do Sam first. All right. So, Sam Markwert, what is your most memorable bow deer kill? Uh, Probably four years ago, so 2019, I shot my first bull buck. Um, October 29th, day off of school. So I hunted in the morning, didn't see anything, switched my stand around, moved it, hunted a different spot at nighttime, and I passed on three little bucks, nothing huge, and then a nine-pointer came in at 20 yards, and I shot him. Not the best shot. I spined him. He fell over, had to, you know, do another follow-up arrow. <laughs> but, <laughs> I love the spine shot sometimes. No tracking. <laughs> you do a lot of those. No tracking. <laughs> but that was probably my most memorable bull buck. I haven't had many bow opportunities with bucks yet. I passed too many. What are good ones? We'll get into that in yeah. later episodes. But. Yep. Yeah, that's definitely mine. Cabbage? Mine probably is... Uh, let me think here. You got a couple, eh? Yeah, I mean, the most memorable hunt was probably the one with, with Dylan. So... That was pretty sweet. Dylan shot a deer in the ass the night before. We couldn't find it. I still have it on camera. He was all he was all bummed out, so he's like, dude, there's no there's year? no deer around. So I'm like, come with me, let's go hunting. So we're gonna go go do some hunting and there's snow on the ground, so it was easy walking kind of, I guess, sort of. So I got my climber stand on my back, backpack hanging off my climber. And Dylan and I are walking in. Go across the field. I'm like, we got to cross the river. So we go to the shallow rapids. We cross the river. Halfway through the rapids, I, like, drop my dough piss into the water. We just start kind of giggling, laughing about it. That's probably why I came in. That's probably why I came in. We're having having a good time, giggling about it. We get across the river. I'm like, I'm going to knock an arrow. You know, he's like, yeah, you're, you're an idiot or whatever. So we make it, like, 30 yards down the river. And I'm in front and... We're going through some brush, and all of a sudden, I'm like, Dylan, there's a, there's a buck coming. Yeah, I, like, just dropped to a knee quick, and he's like, he's like, no way. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm going to shoot him. It's like a little basket eight. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, I'm going to shoot him. So he comes into, like, 25 yards. I'm on my knee. Pull back the old freaking 
climber stand, who's not light, by the way. <laughs> Backpack hanging off. Let her fucking eat. And I just, whack. That was the first time I think I ever reacted after a shot, too. Because I was just, like, pumped. Because I was like, yeah. nobody's going to believe me that I shot a deer off the ground. Thank God I had a witness. Yeah. So then Dylan's like, dude, shut up. Like, listen. And I'm like, that's dead. And like, drilled him. So then we go up by the impact spot and find blood sprayed all over. We actually texted you. Yeah. Because I'm like, so. got one. It was like 1.30 in the afternoon. Like, got one. You're like, no way. I sent you a picture of the blood trail. You're like, oh, shit. That was a lot bro. of blood, too. I remember that. So we went and tracked it, found it, dropped the pin. He's like, what do you want to do? You wanna do? I'm like, fuck that. We're going hunting still. So I got Dylan in the ladder stand. I'm, like, shimmering up the tree in my climber. And I just sit down finally, and he texts me, hey, like, should I have shot that buck? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, I don't know, a buck just came past, like, about the same size as yours. I'm like, from where? It's like, it came right from your direction. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, I was, I can see the river from where I'm at. Like, there's no fucking, no spot you could, a deer could get between us. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know, but there's one that just came past. I'm like, why'd you shoot it? He goes, I didn't know. It didn't look big enough. I'm like, Shoot what you want to shoot. So whatever, like, it's getting later in the afternoon, like 4 o'clock-ish. I'm sitting there, I can see deer coming out of the fucking swab right behind him. I'm watching, and I see doe, doe, and I see this buck coming through. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh shit, like, if I can see his rack, I'm like 100 yards away. I'm like, he's not bad, like, you should be, should be able to shoot that one. And I was just sitting there watching. I just remember watching. And all of a sudden, like, I see him draw back. And all of a sudden, boom, I just see the arrow or, like, the deer jump, start running. I shimmy down that tree so damn fast. <laughs> In your climber? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't even know how I, I don't think I touched the bark on the tree. I went right down. I went just, like, hauling the mail right over to him. Like, did you get him? He's like, yeah. Like, the arrow's sticking to the ground. Like, I swear to God, the thing wanted to die. I was, like, 10 feet away. Yeah. So, like. We go right by his arrow, blood everywhere, tracked that one, found his, took some pictures, gutted it, had to get Eddie and Tyson out there to go get the damn thing. I don't think things. I've ever seen the pictures of it. I don't know. In the field. It was, it was in the woods there. Oh, well, yeah, in the I mean, but I've never seen them, but I think. think. Then we dragged his out to cross the river, then we went back, got mine, and then we took a complete stupid route to get mine out. Yeah. Where we decided to try to go over all the deadfalls and stuff. Mm-hmm. And threw him in the back of the old freaking meat wagon, blue dodge. Then <laughs> on the way out. Yeah, we're going out, getting back to the farm, and there's only one deer in the back. We lost one out the back of the truck. <laughs> going up the hill. Like, that's probably my most memorable bow hunt because it all happened in one day, and that was the same weekend we all shot A pointers, all yeah, three of us. That was, so. that was fucking sweet. And then we tried to do it the second year, and yeah, Dylan, quite, Dylan couldn't get her done. Dylan couldn't perform. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's, that's probably awesome. my most memorable. That's a good one. And yours? Um, well, I mean, I only got three of them, but I think my first one is probably the most memorable because that was like the one year that I really got into bow hunting and then you were there um, and we planted that food plot, what, oh, two weeks before I shot it, I think? It was green. Yeah, we planted that winter wheat. Not long before I shot that deer, but we planted that in, like, right before October. Um, planted right before October, and then we uh, we were scouting for a place to get into a tree, and Craig decided on this pine tree 
off the north side of the of the field. Best decision of your life. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I shot all my deer it's, out of it. It's the only tree that's suitable. Yeah. It works great. I don't know how we missed it. The first... there's, there's fucking sap everywhere. Missed it a few times, but walked past it several times before we decided on it. Yeah. I was going to find one on the other side. But, yeah. So, we planted that food plot super late, it felt like. And then, um, we set up that tree stand. Craig kind of decided where to put it. We got it all set up. He was... I think I still got videos of that, but you were up there fucking climbing that tree in front of it. Cutting down branches. Just like... And that was Fat Craig. Yeah, that was Fat Craig. Fat Craig was a big tree squirrel. And you were reaching hard. Like, I'm <laughs> for sure you were going to fall. <laughs> big tree squirrel out there. But, so yeah, and then I think it was literally... What was it? Like the day after? Or two days after we set that stand. Um, but the thing I remember most about it, that was like the biggest thing for me, was I was watching hunting videos... And they always talked about, like, the Blue Jays. Like, I never knew that until I started watching those videos. But then, when I was out there, and we had this little bachelor group, there was two, there was, like, a six-pointer, a little eight. <laughs> you just shit your pants? Yeah, this little one rip. <laughs> so there was a six-pointer, a little eight, and then there was my buck that I shot. Um, and I knew, like, these Blue Jays to the west of me just fucking started going nuts down this little creek line so they were just going nuts and i just like from those videos i was like it's gonna happen like there's no way it's not so once they started going crazy there was that first six pointer that walked out then i was like okay you know it's just six pointer but then that eight pointer walked out i was like oh fuck like they gotta still be together like they have to so then those two walk right under my stand i wish i would have got video of it but they walk right under my stand um, keep walking to the east, and then they both pop up kind of out of that four-wheeler trail. And then it was, like, two minutes. And then all of a sudden, the Blue Jays fucking went berserk. Like, insane. Because before, it was just, like, two of them kind of chirping at each other. And then all of a sudden, it sounded like there was, like, ten of them just going crazy. And then I was, like, fucking my heart was pounding. And all of a sudden, I could see him... Or, I seen a rack come down into the creek, but then I seen the fork on the top. I was like, dude, it's him. It's gotta be. But obviously, I never seen that deer in person before, but he, like, came out and just walked right to me. Came right under me, and I shot him at, what, like, two to four yards, probably? Straight down. Straight down. Thank God I had a whisker biscuit on, because otherwise I would have been fucked. But yeah, I remember, because I, pull, I pulled back, and I had my... <laughs> so like you said I pooped. No. So I pulled back and I had my harness. Well, obviously I had the harness on, but the harness was like right in the way of like everything. So I had to like put my pinky on the harness to hold it back and then my finger on the trigger and I'm like pointing straight down. And then I don't know why, but I didn't compensate because you think like so now he's only twenty feet away pretty much, you know? Straight down. So I put my twenty yard pin because I wanted to shoot him like he would have been facing east. I was on the south side of him, so I wanted to shoot kind of on the south side of the, like his spine, you know? So it would go through and get some good penetration. So I put it there, not thinking that, you know, the arrow's probably going to fly high at fucking 20 feet coming out of the bow. <laughs> so I let the arrow, or pull the trigger, let the arrow go, and it fucking misses the spine and hits the other side. I don't know how, 
but it, it nicked the heart. But the blood was fucking insane on that one. But, so yeah, one in the right side of his spine, or it would have been his left if you're looking at the deer, but right side to me, went through and then came right through the shoulder blade. And that one only went, what, fucking 40 yards, probably. But, and then, which is super cool, I was fucking super pumped after that one. But that was the most memorable one. But I remember the year after, or that winter, we went shed hunting. And I was, like, walking that trail kind of where he came in. And I found the second half of my arrow. Because my arrow snapped in half. So that was pretty cool. So both of you guys talked about your first ones, right? Yeah. I guess I'll fire out my first puck with the bow story then. Right. Yeah. So, I was 13. I know this one. I was 13. Oh, yeah, I do. So, um, this is back in the old three-wheeler days. So, I'm going to yeah, well, Honda 200S. Fucking yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go hunting. <clears throat> so I got sold a lot of the old man's stuff back in the day. So I got his I got an old Parker bow. And I, I'm going to sit in a ladder stand in the middle of our woods. And I'm sitting there and I'm like trying to, you know, remember all the things that people told me, like, well, in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, sit still, kind of this stuff. You know, I'm a young kid. Mm-hmm. All excited. First time out there. I'm sitting there, and it was early October, I think, and a four-pointer and, like, this three-pointer coming. And I'm just like, oh, man, like, here we go. You know, fuck, it's got a rack. I'm shooting one of them. Mm-hmm. So, like, the four-pointer is out there at, like, 20 yards, like, which is a far shot for me at the time. I'm yeah. thinking, I ain't shooting that far. This three-pointer is, like, coming in at, like, 10. And I'm like, oh. The street player is real ugly and small. But I'm like, that fork looks real nice. But then I'm like, the three pointer's right here. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to let him eat. The three pointer, I'm like, I made up my mind. I'm like, it's a buck. I'm going to shoot it. I don't care. It's a three pointer. Who cares? Draw back on it. I'm sitting in the ladder, said, same kind of thing. I drill it. Arrow's sticking to the ground. I can see the arrow sitting there. Mm-hmm. I panicked. I like, Crawled down, I looked up here, I'm like examining it. I'm like, like right away, like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, I, I just shot, and I just stared at my arrow. I could probably watch the deer tip over because it didn't go far. I didn't pay attention. Yeah, I just panicked. I'm like, keep an eye up. Like, my arrow's right there. <laughs> I'm like, remember where you shot it. Like, that's first thing I was always like, remember where, like, look at your compass if you have to figure out what direction it was so you get a good landmark or where you shot at. Okay, it's 10 yards away. Do you really need a good landmarker for 10 yards? No, I'm sure you can figure that out. It is good knowledge, though. So I was like, I'm just staring. Arrow sticking to the ground. I crawled out. I look at it. I'm like, oh, it's covered in blood. Yo, I'm all pumped. I, again, didn't look around. So I like, I sneak out. Like, like, well, <laughs> like, well, like, a lot of time left to hunt yet. Yeah. I'm just like, that one, yo, time to go. So I sneak way out, go way around the woods, because I'm like, oh, he went this way, I don't want to disturb him. You know, don't want to bump him. Mm-hmm. So I go way out and around, go back to the three-wheeler drive home. Go up to Mom, like, my, shot a buck and Dad's not home. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? He just, just gets all bad. And I'm like, what should I do? She's like, you stay here. She's like, I'll go find him. Really? Yeah, so she drives to Coleman. Find Eddie or? Yes, oh. find Eddie. <laughs> I thought you were talking about your deer. No, so I'm like, oh, okay. 
So then he goes and finds Eddie. And he's sitting at the tavern, all tuned up. Mm-hmm. And so is a family friend of ours with his kid. So she screams at both of them. First she yells at Eddie about, Why the hell aren't you home when your kid's going hunting? You know he's going to probably shoot something. Because you, can't afford, you can't stop shooting things. Then she yells at the other guy because he's at the bar with his kid. So Eddie's with Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So they all come out and they're going to come help me track. So I'm like, like I said, I'm like, I preserve the freaking crime scene kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Arrows just stick into the ground. So... Like, the deer literally went, like, 50 yards, mm-hmm. and it's a pretty open woods. Like, I probably could have seen it fall down, because it, well, it ran behind me, but I didn't pay attention, because I just stared at the arrow, but that was my big three-pointer ever. Shot it with the bow, first one. So, like, don't say where it is, obviously, but, like, where was it? Behind the farm. Okay. Like, yeah, it was behind the farm. Right in those pine trees? It would Ish. be, like, dead in the middle of the... Back when Eddie owned Paul's land. Oh. It'd be in there. Okay. So, that was my first, first ever buck on a ladder stand. First bow buck. Nice. I was pumped. I like it. It was huge. So, that's your three-pointer. So, now all you need is a one-pointer. I need... Look, I got... I, no, I got tons of sevens. I need a one, 11, and a 13 to complete one through 14. Oh, we had a 13 out here. I know. You had a one out here. We did. There's probably going to be another one this year. Because you did the big buck, small buck for the buck pool, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm fucking getting into that. I'm taking the small one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're all, <laughs> yeah, like, we're all pumped about the small one right now. Yeah. We can't let my well, sister usually win that. It's just a big buck contest, you know? But, I mean, fuck. Around here, gun seasons. Well, besides you. But. Anyway. So, Sam. Question for you. So what have you done this far with scouting, food pots, stands, anything like that, cameras? Um, so this year I put a pretty big food plot on me and Brad Pytle, a future uh, guest on this podcast, I'm sure. But yeah. uh, if he doesn't stop in tonight. <laughs> we, uh, so this year we put in roughly two acres of soybeans. We put them in like three weeks later than the farmers, so hopefully they stay green, which they still are green, and the rest are brown. Right. That's yep. good. And then... Me and my dad planted uh, roughly probably three quarters of an acre of brassicas and turnips. Mm-hmm. And then we planted um, an acre of winter wheat. So we have a pretty good sized food plot. Then I planted on the other side of the field. So it's like sectioned off with, it's called plot screen, that real tall sorghum grass stuff. Mm-hmm. And I uh, run trail cams all year round. So we kind of can see like what our target deer are and what deer we should pass on for next year and that kind of stuff. What cameras you got? Um, we have five Tacticams, and then the rest, uh, Browning, like, nice. where you can pull a card still. Decent. So what about stands? Anything new? Um, I hung a couple new sets this year in different locations where the deer came out last year. But for the most part, for bow hunting, we bow hunted a shadow hunter as a box blind to kind of keep the scent in and hide deer movement and that kind of stuff. We just place them so we can still shoot bows out of them, that kind of stuff. And it works out pretty well. My dad shot two out of his already this year the past two years and I shot one of his stand last year and you can still pull back your bull and that kind of stuff in the stand yeah you doing anything with hunting different properties at all or are you just hunting maybe um, where you guys are I'm probably just gonna focus on our property we have a pretty good chunk to stay on 
You got some nice fucking deer on there, too. Until they come over here. <laughs> Just so you guys know, we're like a mile apart, so. They'll make it. Probably not. They'll make it. Craig, what have you done with food plots, scouting, stands, cameras, scents, clothes, gear? So, for those who don't know, I'm not a mile apart from these guys. <clears throat> Across the, on the side of the highway. I'm on the other side of the tracks. On the, the bad side of the highway. On the, on the poor side. The trash West, west side, bad side. Yeah, we're on the we're on the poor side for it's us. On the east side. Where the men are men and so are the women. So, <laughs> You're not wrong. So, for me, like, I've always had, like, some food plots kind of set up. Uh, stands, I really don't. Like, I hunt out of the same cedar tree that the stand's probably been there, like, 20 plus years. Same straps and everything. No, I put new straps on everything. Did you? Well, the same straps are probably, the original straps are probably on it. By Moz? But I put, like, new straps on every couple of years. Screwing steps are, like, growing into the tree. Yeah. Like, it's been in there that long. It, it ain't broke, why fix it kind of thing. It means they're stronger. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, I got that spot. But, like, the only things, like, I have done in the past, like, I put out different stands, but I haven't, like, hunted them. It's been, like, that ladder, I've had two ladder stands that have been out for two years, mm-hmm. and then I hunted them one time, and I killed that, both of them. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's more of, like, a, it's not different setups, it's, like, just picking the right time to hunt them sometimes. Good one, uh, too. I did try some different stuff, like, I called them micro-plots along the cornfield. Kill plots? Just, well, no, just, as soon as the crops come off, something where I know they cross the river, like, hey, maybe this will be a spot where they'll stop for a couple minutes. And then if they come out of the one bedding area on the Blackberry Hill, mm-hmm. there's a little spot there. They might stay there for a couple minutes. Yeah. Versus, you know, just going across the field. Kill just plot. A, just something to kind of... Well, I don't have a stand over either one of them, but... Oh, yeah, so then it's, it's just a microplot. Yeah, it's more of like a... Just try to hold them there for a little bit. Yeah. Nice. I planted winter wheat in the corner, but the neighbor also planted 20 acres right in the <laughs> next field that's 100 yards away, so I'm like, well, fuck, like... My little freaking half acre of winter wheat ain't much. So then I got... Wait, what? Pause this. So... Dylan interrupted by coming downstairs. Say hi, Dylan. What's up? <laughs> so, as for cameras, I run, I got a couple tact cams, but I mostly run, like, stealth cams, like, on our land. But if I'm going to run any on, like, the public land, I run the cheap Tascos from yeah. Walmart. Is that like, 60 figured, bucks? What? Are they, like, 60 bucks? They're, like, 30 bucks. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they, they do all right for what they... What they cost. Like, I'm not afraid to, like, if it gets stolen, I'm not upset then, you know. It's a $30 camera and a $8 card. They work, they work. So, that's pretty much what I do. Yeah. So. Nice. TV. So, I guess, for me and Dylan, you can chime in whenever you want, but we're talking about what have we done with scouting, food plots, stands, cameras, everything like that. (laughs) Sorry. Dylan's a little, Dylan's tuned up, but, so, I guess food plots, we got, (laughs) 
So we got two two plots that are winter wheat. Um, we got one big plot that is clover. Um, I got another little corner piece that's winter wheat. And then back in Dylan's corner where his ball stand is, we got more winter wheat over there too. Um, our whole whole field right now is corn. So we're just kind of trying to make some versatility, I guess, with it. Um, and then years prior when we planted the winter wheat, there was always deer that kind of stayed on it more in the winter, I would say. Probably more than the winter rye that we planted. But, yeah, so hopefully that works. I really wanted to get some oats out there this year, but that didn't happen. Well, I mean, especially on that east side, too, like nothing ever grew in there. No. And that one side. How many years? Quite a few years. Yeah. But we also did that last year. We did that Egyptian weed for like a, more of a screen, and that it worked good until that snow hit, and then it pretty much blazed it right down. But otherwise, I don't know. That Egyptian wheat wasn't wasn't terrible, but definitely doesn't stand up to the to the winds and snow and everything. So we'll have to look into something a little bit different, maybe more of a, a sorghum or a switchgrass. Yeah. Sam was saying that he's got that sorghum out there. Yeah. But, no, I think that's good stuff to use. So yeah, and then for stands, I guess we got pretty much all the same areas, but I added one new one on the south east corner that we've never really hunted before. So kind of excited to see what that's going to look like. I'd like to get out there before the corn comes off, hopefully, but what? No. <laughs> Just giggling to ourselves. And then scouting, um, me personally, I've been hitting up a lot of areas um a lot of people a lot of people's places that we know and a lot of public areas too um just trying to get you know especially if nothing really comes out for decent sized bucks by us you know i just want to have some more areas that are kind of uh, set in stone that we can go to i haven't really had anything successful yet for that but yeah and then cameras we just run a couple tacticams um Right? The reveal? Three of them. Just the reveal, reveal X's. Yeah. Got, I got one stealth cam out there, but that's... Got a stealth cam, and then I got just some random Moultrie one out there, too. But, yeah, I gotta show you the pictures from that, uh, your cam out there. How many cameras do you have? Uh, one, two... Like, total. Three, four, five. There's five. I got 16. <laughs> we had 12. You also lost your SD cards. Though. I found those though. In the I lost my SD cards in the bean field. I had to go back and retrace my steps. Craig also has two of his shooter bucks that are dead. Yeah, probably three. Probably three. Yeah. One got shot. You thought? One well, we all shot. try to run tactic cams to stay out of the woods. Yeah, Not that's true. Them. Yeah, I don't. I go right into it. <laughs> you drive every day. Craig drives right in there. I go his, there every couple. With his two-stroke four-wheeler, smoking up the woods. <laughs> yeah. No it's not putting human scent out there, and they're Tell used what, to it. Those Huberties, they're fucking, the deer are used to them. Oh, yeah. You got Eddie driving to a stand, you got you out there every the goddamn day. I'm not out there every goddamn day, it's like the every dogs couple out days. There. All the dogs are out there. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> Eddie. Hey, if you can't hunt like that, then you're not a very good hunter. <laughs> <laughs> you're the type of guy that could go there in a red flannel. I, but I just might. You probably get it Bring done. your video camera, I'll show you how it's done. I, I will. You won't opening day. We should do that. I need orange. Orange flannel. Do it. No, red works. Orange flannel. There you go. They even make those? I don't know. It's not that bright. You need bright orange. This just in. Coming out with the outdoors. Orange flannel. Orange Orange flannels. flannels. (laughs) We should. 
Orange flannels. And yeah. jean jackets. We are going to have a, a little <laughs> apparel line coming soon, too. But. Cut off blaze orange jean jackets. <laughs> That's and so greasy. And <laughs> Maybe not the chaps. That's for ladies' night. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you, by the way? <laughs> Either. Not sponsored yet. So, next topic. Um, Sam, what are your tactics right now this far into the season? You going after anything? Yeah, we have a couple nice ones still on camera that are surfacing, but they're not daylighting, so it's it's kind of tough. You're just op- you're out there to hope they uh, they come out in front of you, but mostly right now to hunt the stand just to observe what's out there. And uh, I've seen a couple nice bucks, nothing worth shooting yet. My dad's seen quite a few nice ones, but it just doesn't shoot ever. I don't know why. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's about it. Greg, what's your tactics right now this far into the season? I tell you what, my tactics right now have you hunted once? Are non-existent because <laughs> I coach football and shout out to Leah St. Thomas eight no going to playoffs next week. So I will be at practice Monday through Friday, or Thursday, game Friday, and then I work the following weekend. So I work every other weekend, and it seems like the weekends we've been off, I've been off. It's been either ninety degrees or, or raining. raining. Yeah. So. I have no tactics right now midway through this season. So why don't you sit in the mornings that you're off? Because I'd have to get up in the mornings. I'm a night shift guy. <laughs> but what about you're off for like two days in a row? So yeah, the... yeah, it really screws up your sleep schedule when you try to go on that little bit of sleep. So, yeah, there's no tactics right now. I obviously check cameras, but there's not much going on there. <laughs> Yeah, I think Eddie's going to shoot your, your deer. With, Eddie doesn't bow hunt. Dude, Eddie slings. How do you think he knows how to cro- cock his crossbow? Right, but so anyways, there's no. no tactics for me. You want to chime in? What's your tactics Yeah, right what's now, your buddy? tactics there, buddy? <laughs> I don't know. My tactics for a while are just to start trying to pound a couple of those, I guess, but that hasn't really worked out. Obviously, I... Uh, from the videos, I missed the first one. That was uh, misjudged on yardage by me. So. <laughs> they make rangefinders, you know. Yeah, there's just too much going on, you know. But uh, no, that one was just on me. I'm glad I didn't hit it and wounded or anything. But uh, I don't know. That was my game plan. But as of I don't know, a couple of days ago, I guess I had a decent buck come in on camera. So my mindset's changed a little bit, and it's more focused towards just kind of waiting to see if I can get those to come in on. Come in on a, on a good night, but hopefully we get some, some good weather to sit coming up here. This rain definitely kills it for a couple days, but should be sitting pretty good, I think, after that. You're afraid yeah. of rain. I was out in it. All day today. <laughs> Didn't see anything, but... Yeah, <laughs> no. all that, yeah. See, Dude, I literally night. saw shit. Like, shit? Horse shit. Show them the picture. Horse shit. <laughs> Are you <laughs> fucking hunting in a horse pasture? Craig also shit in the woods today. Did you wipe with the leaf? No, I had fucking TP in my backpack. It came in handy. Squatting over a log today. Not sponsored. Not sponsored by Charmin. <laughs> Charmin, hit us up. Alright, so I guess my tactics. Um, for the last couple weeks, it's been, it's been just, a, just to get some does down. Um, but now, we can kind of tell, especially when I went out there today, there's scrapes, like, everywhere. And rubs... There's fucking, I don't know, within this last week, there's scrapes, like, just pounded 
in uh in the spots that they usually are. There's a lot of community ones too, but um so the scrapes are a big thing, but now I think we should almost kinda move past the whole dough shenanigans. Maybe we could do it on some public land, but um just got some intel today that there's another nice deer on camera. Or one of them that's back from early this summer. So probably gonna try and stay out of the woods as much as we can. So, <laughs> Craig showing us his shit pile. Um but yeah, I don't know, we got a nice couple nice ones on camera. Um Yeah, so just trying to get in there with good winds if we wanna go out. Otherwise just trying to stay out of there to try and keep the deer in there. But Samo. So for right now, what's like, if you were to pull the trigger, what would be the one thing that would make you pull that trigger? So like, what are you waiting on right now before you go in there and hit it hard? Um, probably a nice buck. Like, in daylight? Yeah, definitely daylight. Um, I'm still going to go out every weekend. I'm off to college during the week, but I come home on the weekends to hunt. And so really just a nice mature buck. If it comes out, I'm going to take it. Cabbage? What trigger? I'm going back to the glory days of no buck, no buck shaming, shooting the first spike that comes in. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, exactly. I, I might not, though. But you still need that unicorn? I do need a... The thing that's making me pull the trigger is a one-pointer or something decent that... Like a 13? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm more of a eight-pointer that's 12 inches wide kind of guy, it Same. seems like. Craig's either going to shoot a one-pointer or an eight-pointer that's 13 inches wide. This or has already or something massive. Or something massive. There's no in-between. Really. Oh, maybe the eight-pointer with the 12-inch spread. But otherwise, you know, there's, you, unpredictable. Dill, yep. what's trigger you waiting on? They hit her hard. Honestly, I don't... I don't know. I mean, kind of like Sam said, a nice mature buck. I mean, it... We haven't really had a whole lot besides the one recently on camera, so it's hard to judge what we're really going to see. And over here, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if you talked about it at all, but our land is really tough to hunt because it's not like they really stay yeah, around we, here. We they, don't hold deer at all. Yeah, they just pass through. Yeah. So we really just kind of have to get pretty lucky is what it usually amounts to. Yeah. Um, you know, once in a while we'll hold a couple, but I don't know. I mean... Obviously, I wanna I wanna let stuff grow and keep getting big, but at the same time, sometimes they cross the line, and next thing you know, they're gone. Um, but I I'd say the same as Sam, a nice mature one, and I don't know. You know, my goal is to get something definitely bigger than an eight, because that's kind of what I've been on for the last couple of years. So mm -hmm. I'd like a nice mature buck, something I don't know, something bigger would be nice. But yeah, we'll I see, think see what we can come up with this year. I think the thing is, is like especially now for our property, the neighbors. I don't think it's how we think it used to be. Um, I think a lot of people are holding out on deer more than we think. I think that's super, like a misconception, I guess, for Wisconsin, is that everyone thinks, oh, you know, if I let this one go, a neighbor's gonna shoot it. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're that guy. You know, because then your neighbors probably thinking the same thing. Yeah, my neighbors did shoot mine. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you just gotta gotta have that hope that one was it though. Yeah. True. You definitely gotta hope they don't. Yeah. They don't. Cause do like, it. especially now, like you see the deer on camera. There's some nice deer around here. 
I'm yeah, like, but can we go back to just shooting what makes you happy no, and no. nobody judging you? You're the problem. In this area. <laughs> I am not the problem. We need to go back to that. If I shoot a spiker, you guys would be like, what the hell did you shoot that for? Okay, yes. if it's like a four-year-old spike with a big body, I'll give you that. But if it's like a really small deer. So Craig and I had this discussion on the feed no. pile last week covering a farm uh, corn silage pile. And... Uh, our area has really, really nice bucks. They just never make it to the right age class because there's so much hunting pressure that they just get shot at yeah. young ages. But we have like everything that it takes to grow nice ones every year. Mm -hmm. One of the things was, do you think Wisconsin will ever go to a point restriction? I, I think, think they should. Four yeah, on one side. Mm -hmm. Or even three on the side. I think they should, for sure. Because, like in rifle season, everybody in the county, you see at least a, you know, at least one 170 shot every year in the county mm -hmm. and that's pretty rare for and that's about it yeah san mark was shot one last year yep <laughs> we'll get into that don't worry about that that'll come up you guys will hear about there was more than one last year though you'll also hear about the you, lena legend you'll hear about a legend deer yeah. but this area in general well, is well, we're gonna try and get a video of that one too for the podcast but this this area we're also gonna do here. a video of a live measurement between the two no we're not see who's yeah we definitely gotta i will gotta. murder you guys I have you heard it here first. I have two measuring tapes upstairs. No, we're not measuring it. It's got to be like measured. legit measuring tapes. It never needs to be measured. It's got to measure. You can take Eddie's and measure his. It's probably bigger than yours. That probably is. That's why I don't want it measured ever. Because if it is, I don't think I can live with myself. <laughs> Did I answer this question? What was your the trigger? No. Yeah. Yes. I mean, kind of. Okay. All right. Let me. I kind let of me did. let me bring up the topic I want to talk about. No, we're not even there yet. Well, I don't care. I, I Actually, no, there. we are right there. I want to be there. We are right there. We are there right now. We're there right All now. All right. Is this the moment? This yeah. is this, this is, is the, the moment. this is the Craig Huberty special. It's the highlight of, of the podcast. All right. You gonna pass it around? Oh, I'm gonna throw it around right. right now. Dylan Marquardt. If you were a buck between size one and ten, what would you be and why? You're either a one-pointer or a ten-pointer. We can't pause here. Come on. Fire it out there. Where are you? You're either a one-pointer or a ten-pointer. One to ten. What are you? Ten in case you got to compensate. <laughs> Bro, that was terrible. I thought, All right. it was, I thought it was pretty good. All right, Sam, what are you? So I was classified as nub buck for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I agree that. I'm definitely an eight-pointer, not 12 inch wide. Six, maybe. I think an eight-pointer, 17 wide. <laughs> At least. God damn! Okay, Tyson. Uh, we had this discussion earlier. We, we did talk this about this. This is why we're on this topic right I now. Wait till you hear mine. Um, I classify myself as a seven because how wide? Seven? Yeah. How wide is a seven pointer? Probably fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. You know, it's like you see that deer out there, and you're looking, and this is the deer that comes out, and you're like, "Holy fuck! It's a buck." Because you can tell it's a buck. Because it's in between a 6 and an 8. Decent rack. More than a 4. But less than an 8. But it's like below average. But like almost average. You know? But it's like that in-betweener. It's kind of weird. But it's super cool. 7-pointer. Like 14 inches wide. 13 inches wide. That's me. I'm definitely a fork. You just said you were 10. Far from. All right. You're being realistic here. Well, yeah, same. I'm a fork. I'm saying... Because you got a big beard. I'm being realistic right now. I am a 
beautiful, like, 10-inch six-pointer. Like, I am that freaking bug that comes out, and you're like, what the hell is he doing out already? You I know? feel like you would be, like, the ridiculously like, tall six-pointer. The does come out in the field. I'm that first buck that goes out and goes, and grunts at him, and then runs back in the woods and tells all my friends. See so if you, <laughs> so you talk to those does? Mid-November. I got my ass kicked a few times. All right? I'm a broke off. I'm a half-rack three now. But I'm out there making my scrapes and grunting. I'm out there in the battlefield. He's slinging it. Yeah. I, I ain't got much up top for headgear, but I'm out there. Mm, mm. much on the bottom either. Not much. Yo, very tiny little nuts. Might have to take that out of there. But I'm telling you, I'm a six-pointer early in the season. I'm a three-pointer at the end of the season. Broke off rack. Like I'm a fighter. A little stubby. I I'm like a little it. stub. I like it. I would agree. Yeah, I think I'd change by now. Okay, what would you say now? Now that you heard that. Now that you, now you heard the realistic, realistic version. I might not be 18 wide. <laughs> yeah, you were never 18 wide. Probably 8-pointer, though. 15 oh. wide. You're fucking, you're like a stubby. Like, you got 1 to 2-inch tines. Probably 8-pointer, though. But, like, all tore up. Still score more than cabbages, though. All the chicks fucking want them. Yeah, that's you. Mm. I definitely misunderstood it at first, so I'm definitely a fork. Explain why. <laughs> Explain why you're for Explain why, because it's like, it's that buck that runs out there and just can't, like, get a dole. And then maybe gets lucky But, but then, then finds that and one then dole. finds that one dole. Finds that one Tory dole. <laughs> but only finds that one dole. <laughs> it's that Tory dole. dole. I feel like you're that fork that goes out there and just beats the shit out of the spikes. And then all of a sudden oh, a six yeah. or eight comes out, you're yeah, like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My confidence went way down. <laughs> you're like, that's definitely you. Till no, the big old, till the freaking half-rack six comes out. Yep. And you're like, oh, the battle-tested buck is here. But then Dylan's also like four-pointer, because then Austin Craig comes out and he's like, pussy. <laughs> he's like, I can take him. It'd be a tall fork. They just size each other up. Chest to chest. We'd be bristled right up. You know, we'd give the old side <laughs> turn, head head bent, let it, ready to go at it, but we'd just walk right past each other. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I all, see you. All the those are ours, though. All right. <laughs> Let's end it. All right. What's one piece of advice you got to give to the people? Dale, you're first. I can't be first. Haunting advice, life advice, anything. You want me to go first? Don't overthink whatever you're doing. When it comes to hunting, when it comes to life, I don't know. I would just say don't overthink it and kind of just take it as it comes, go with the flow. I like it. I feel like it's a very Marquardt thing to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I was going to say the same thing. I stole your answer. My bad. Greg. I'm saying shoot what makes you happy. You, you're you proud of that little Lena 11 spike in the back? Be proud of it. Because we all start, I started there. Yeah, I shot the little ones. You know, no shame. Love all of them. See them all. Great stories behind all of them. Mm-hmm. It's all about memories. So shoot what makes you happy. Samuel? I'm going to say pass them, let them grow. And nice. probably just hang out with friends and stuff during deer season and make memories. That's what it's all about. That is the biggest thing. I think mine's probably going to be. What? Drink some beer. Well, drink some beer drink and shoot some deer. Yep. <laughs> drink some beer and shoot some deer. No, I mean, I think the biggest thing is, like, just shooting straight. Like, aim small, miss small. That's the biggest thing. Nothing but a straight like, shooter over there. Especially when, you, when you're when you bow hunting, when you pull back that bow, 
just make sure you focus on your anchor points. If you have your anchor points down, then that's about it. Just don't aim high. If you if you can lock in your anchor points. I, I know we're then. trying to end it, but when you draw back on a deer, what is the thing that you focus on? Like when a deer's coming in that you want to shoot, what's the thing you focus on? Like you look at his rack, you focus on like for me it's like as soon as I see a buck that I want to shoot, it's I look at his rack like one time, I decide right then. Like, okay, I'm gonna shoot that one, and then it's literally like the point where I want the arrow to hit. That's where I focus the whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't even look at his rack, I just follow that spot. So if he's facing this way, I'm like, that's where I want to put it. He turns, that's where I want to put it. Like, that's what I do the whole time. So I think, um, not really for a buck, but when I shot these two does, the first thing I thought about when I pulled back was making sure I touched my nose with my arrow, or my string. Not with my arrow. I touched my nose with my string because I know a lot of people, they put the string right on the tip of their nose, but I always put mine off to the right, right in the crease there. And I feel like that's always the first thing I make sure I do. And then the second thing is, like that doll that I shot was put it, and that was quartered away. So I just put that pin like right in her armpit, because you could see it, but then low, because I knew that she was skittish. And I made sure that I shot low, and it was fucking perfect shot. Sam, when you shoot with your crossbow, what do you do? Come on now. <laughs> I hurt my arm one time and shot one deer. Continue. Uh, I'm just aim at it and shoot. It's that simple. <laughs> it's that simple. No, I hold with the regular bow. Come on. Um, I just uh, I just focus on the deer, like Tyson said. Like hit your anchor points and take it like a step list. Like mm-hmm. do this first, do this next. Like you know, draw back, yeah. hit your anchor point. It's like breathe, the same thing I do when I practice. Calm. You know, same thing. Like make sure you touch same spot and then just put the pin on. Dylan, Dylan, big bow hunter guy, the guy practice who, all the time and then shoots one buck. Who, who was who was on video missing and then dropping his phone? You didn't see me. What's the exactly one thing you focus missing. on? It's ass because that's what's the, the first. Arrow. What's the first thing you focus on? The first thing I when you focus pull back on, your bow, what do you do? The first thing I focus on, I guess, is myself, like mentally, just trying to tell myself to calm down because I don't care what kind of hunt you are. Every time you pull back, I feel like. Your heart just starts racing like crazy. And if it doesn't, don't hunt. It's not worth it. Like yeah. yep. that's what we're chasing the yeah. thrill. I mean, even a doe, anything. Like you draw back on a doe, and like I, I feel like a guy just starts shaking, no matter no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it's the biggest thing is basically just trying to calm yourself down, and then it. Once you get that gathered, then it's you know like you said your anchor points, and then it's trying to scheme out what you think that deer is gonna do. You know, is it gonna, is it head down? Is it eating? Is it gonna, you know, really really spring up is it going to crouch down what's it going to do yeah so you really just got to try and account for that but. that is a big thing too is like trying to figure out the deer's emotions if they're you know if they're just being natural if they can kind of sense something or if they're super timid you know it depends how much they're going to drop when you shoot and how far away they are too because if they're like 40 yards they got more time to drop but if they're at 20 or less you know they got a little bit less time but yeah i guess Anything else, you guys? Not on this I feel like Craig's got way more to say. Safe hunting is no accident. Safe hunting is no accident. <laughs> Only you can start wildfires. <laughs> <laughs> Only you can prevent more forest fires. Alright. Well, thanks for listening to episode two well, of for the B&D B&D. podcast. <laughs> yep. We'll catch you on the next one, and safe hunting.